The views and opinions expressed on Unlock Your Wealth Radio are those of the host, guests, and callers only and are not necessarily the views of Unlock Your Wealth Radio, Heather Wagonalls, or Success Publishing International. More willpower than a barefoot woman at a shoe sale. Able to stretch a single paycheck for an entire month. Makes money concepts easier than third grade math. Introducing your purveyor of prosperity, Heather Wagonall. Work all day, stress all night. Take your mind off your money and focus on your life. Money don't matter for the stuff it bought. It's the way you think, not what you've got. Yeah. Unlock Your Wealth Radio starts now. Yes, get your money mind right here with Unlock Your Wealth Radio. I am she, your purveyor of prosperity, Heather Wagonhalls, flanked by the inimitable, the extraordinary maestro of moolah, Michael Terry. Hey, folks. I like that word flanked. I, it's, <laughs> it's like a wingman. It's sort of, a, sort of a military term. Yeah, <laughs> you're my wingman, right? Yeah, I like As we it. pilot through this episode. I like it. If you will. So uh, thanks so much for stopping by. We are so glad to have you. We have a great show in store for you. But first, since it is the season of giving, I would like to give you guys something. Would you like something for free, Miguel? Absolutely. I would too. And so I love free stuff. It's one of my many favorite four-letter words that begin with F. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and, uh, so free is very fabulous. And I'm going to give you a free audiobook from audible.com. All you have to do is visit audibletrial.com forward slash unlock your wealth and click on the link to over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. And you can choose one of my titles. Isn't that fabulous? Nice. So grab these seven elements for self empowerment if you want for your free gift. And And uh, there are no strings attached. It's yours to keep whether or not you want to continue on with Audible.com. So be sure to visit audibletrial.com forward slash unlock your wealth. So, Miguel. Yes. So, llaves as las riquezas. Oh, jeez. Llaves as las riquezas. Llaves, huh? Llaves. You know what llaves are? Uh, You have some. (laughs) That's a loaded question. Uh. It's keys to riches in Spanish. Oh, key. Yes. So, yes. So so we are on numero once. Yeah. And it's uh, forget the perfection principle. Yes. Forget the perfection principle. It's an awesome key. And if you want to get the key in its entirety, I'll chat with you a little bit about the key today. But if you want to get the full key in its entirety, you need to visit us and our Keys to Riches show on Unlock Your Wealth Live on Facebook. So all you have to do is go to facebook.com forward slash Unlock Your Wealth Radio Then like the page and turn on notifications so you know every time I put up a new video or do a nice uh, Facebook Live episode. So you want to do that. You don't want to miss this key because this is one of the the pivotal keys that make all the rest work. And if you've been with us for the whole season, this is the key that's going to make things work. And you'll know a little bit here coming up because I'm going to share with you just a hair about what this week's key is. But we also have a moolah word of the day, and we also have one of my dear Atlas buddies joining us, profitability coach Mark Michael Lewis will be here, and we'll have a great conversation because 
I don't know about you, but I would make an assumption about you since you're listening to this show that you, like me, enjoy money. Yeah. Just a thought. Just wonder how many people don't enjoy money. Uh, you would be surprised yeah. that uh, there's a lot of people that don't enjoy money. That are stressed out by it. They're stressed out. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And I just did a show with Heather Hermes, the beauty queen yeah. on uh, Facebook I re- and Instagram. I remember, I remember Heather. Yeah, so she was a guest on this show, but I just did her show. We just did a Facebook Live with her Inspired Girls Club. And we talked about that, you know, like why do people stagnate or why do people stop making money? And we shared some really great insight on this show because one of the things that uh, – we have to deal with is worth and our goals and achievements. We may not feel worthy of like they're above us. It goes way back to the, to childhood. Something. something Yes. Somebody made you feel bad. You know, I have a huge shopping disorder, (laughs) if you will. Like I'll want things and I'll work hard and I'll set the goals to get them. And then when I get to the store, I feel bad, like I can't have it because I should be spending that money on something else. I should be paying my bills. And even though I am financially free, I still deal with this anxiety when I get to the store. And it's because of what happened to me when I was young. I was told anytime I touched something at the store, put that back. You can't have that. You're not good enough for that. There are bills to pay. There are things to do. And so what do I think about? When I go to buy something, I think I don't think about buying that something that I've earned, that I properly saved and appropriated cash for. What do I do? No, I think when I get there, I'm not thinking about how great it'll be to enjoy this thing that I've earned. What I think about is that there are bills to pay. There are other things to do with this money. Yeah. And then I leave the store. Disappointed. Unrewarded. And one of the keys, you know, is practicing the three R's coming out next week. And, you know, I have a fourth R. That and we have to pay attention to this particular fourth R that we're expanding to, and it's critical because if we don't take a moment out to celebrate our victories, no matter how large or small they are, and if we don't reward ourselves, we're setting ourselves up for disaster mm-hmm. because then it's going to become pointless. Yeah, why, why are we earning money if we can't enjoy the money that we're earning? Yeah, and so it does create a lot of problems. You'd be oh, surprised yeah. at how many people don't enjoy their money. My brother, my brother was told he wanted, we lived in the Northeast, so skiing was accessible to us. And my brother wanted to go skiing with some buddies in high school. And my father basically said, you know, you're not good enough to go skiing with those people. He said, you know, what do you, who do you think you are? You can't afford that. Oh, yeah. You know, imagine how that seeps into your psyche, you know. Well, it does because that's a single event learning experience and it can have massive ramifications. Yeah. So your dad just told you you're a piece of crap. Absolutely. And so we don't consciously think about it. We might be able to dismiss it, but it could sit there and ruminate in that other 88% of our brain that we call subconscious and materially affect our ability to perform certain tasks or behaviors like paying our bills on time, earning money, Mm -hmm. enjoying the money we have earned, that sort of stuff. Enjoying life. Period. Exactly. Having a good time. So let's knock out our moolah word of the day because I see that Mark Michael Lewis is on the line, so we don't want to keep him waiting. So moolah word is short sale. Have you bought your shorts on sale? I was going to say, it has nothing to do with the, uh, what's his name? It has nothing to do with summer attire. 
A short sale is borrowing a security or commodities futures contract from a broker and selling it with the understanding that it must be later bought back. And the idea is it's hopefully at a lower price and return to the broker. Uh, so some recommended reading by InvestorGuide.com are the pros and cons of short selling stocks. Short selling or selling short is a technique used by investors who try to profit from the falling price of a stock. So for example, if an investor who wants to sell short 100 shares of a company, believing it is overpriced and will fall, he will do that. He will he will sell at 100 expect the market to go to 80 and he's going to buy those to hand over. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's kind of like borrowing on credit, but you don't have the credit to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so you have to be really quick and cover that short. Unless of course you actually own the underlying security, which is calling is that's called short against the box, which is a different term. Mm. We'll explore that on a different moolah word of the day. But now my wonderful Atlas Society friend, Mark Michael Lewis, is stopping by, and he is a profitability coach, and he is going to help us define true wealth today. He's also going to show you how you can multiply your ability to profit and how to stop leaving wealth on the table. Mark, welcome to Unlock Your Wealth Radio. I am so thrilled that you joined us today. Thanks, Heather. It's a pleasure to be here. So a mutual friend of ours, Kim Sawyer, says wealth is more than money. And is that the truth or is there more to the (laughs) definition of wealth? (laughs) Uh, So I I think it's absolutely the truth. I I love Kim's work, by the way. So uh, wealth is what you can do in your life. Money is a tool. It's a way of exchanging. It's a way of keeping score. It's, uh, I, I like to think about it in terms of business. Uh, as a profitability coach, I work with entrepreneurs. And so I'm constantly looking at, okay, are you winning the game? I call it a game of profitability. Are you winning the game? And one of the ways that you keep score is with money. It's a great test. Is this business strategy working? We've got money and it's a way of keeping score. So what if I'm touching a lot of people's lives, but I'm not making crap for cash? Ah, well, I would say that is suboptimal. (laughs) I would agree with you. (laughs) But just as an example, because, you know, know, you're saying that money is like one metric, but isn't it really the only metric? Well, so when it comes to business, if you're not making money, you're going to either destroy your savings Mm -hmm. or you're going to go out of business. So in that sense, it's a critical metric. But no, it's not the only metric. There's a lot of ways that make money that I could make money, which suck, (laughs) right? Which which are no fun. And and so I like to to talk about wealth in terms of three realms and five reservoir resources. Oh, I like that. We have a three, yeah. five financial strategy in the keys to riches. That's pretty cool. Oh, excellent. I wonder if it maps over. This might be very good. Uh, I know. Let's so, explore, shall we? Yes. So the three realms I call prosperity, pleasure, and purpose. Ooh, I like that. Right. Right. Prosperity is, I, I like to sum, summarize it. It's what you wake up with in the morning. When you wake up in the morning, you inherit a life. You've got health. You've got You've got a bank account, you've got relationships, you've got careers and skills. It's like you wake up and you're inheriting a whole bunch of things. And that is the realm of what I call prosperity. Money is part of that. 
But relationships, critical importance, health. Yes, without health, you're not going to be able to succeed. The society that you're living in and the infrastructure, the knowledge that you have, there are all these things that you just wake up with. And I call that the realm of prosperity. And I differentiate that from the realm of what I'll call purpose. And purpose is meaning. Like, why do you care? Mm -hmm. Values and depth and beauty. One of the, one of the reasons why I got into coaching and profitability coaching, working with entrepreneurs, is that I get to make a difference in people's lives so that they look at me and they say, "Mark, thank you. My life is better," and that feels fantastic to me. So that's purpose, and that's a kind of wealth. If you wake up and you're doing something that you really care about, you're building great relationships, you're doing things that make a difference in people's lives. That's that is wealth. In fact, we could say that money is really a means to make that happen, but I'll get into that in a moment. Okay. Right? And then the third, the third realm is what I call pleasure, which is the realm of experience. Like, are you enjoying it? Is it fun? Is it pleasurable? Do you experience it as a game worth playing? So there's the what's happening, what you wake up to, the story you tell about it, how you make it meaningful. And then how you feel about it. And those are what I call the three realms of wealth. I like that. The more you have prosperity, the better. The more you have purpose, the better. And the more you have pleasure, the better. And you need all three. If you just have one, if you just have prosperity but not purpose, if it's not meaningful, then you feel dead inside. And if you're not having fun, then it just sucks. <laughs> right? I love how emphatic you are on that sucks part. But you're right. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And just like and like you were saying, you can have a lot of purpose. You're making a big difference in people's lives. You can really but you can't scale. Right. Because you're not making money. And if and and then all of a sudden you don't have time. Uh, I know a lot of coaches, talented people, great insight. No money. They actually don't end up coaching. They end up having to go get a job so that they can pay the bills and then they don't get the purpose and it's not fun. And like, that's not what we want. We want prosperity and purpose and pleasure. So, money is, uh, wealth is so much more than money. Money is just, you could say, one of the five resource reservoirs that we use to get into it. I've always called it a tool, not a goal. And yeah. that's kind of, I think that's, uh, would be considered a resource. I like how you have that, you know, I'm, I'll have to tell you something else that I'm working on offline cause it's too soon to divulge right now, but <laughs> you heard it here first. Yes. You definitely, um, you sparked it with your reservoirs. If oh, you will. Nice. I like that. Nice. So, and, 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 and go ahead. Well, well, so for me, we talk about return on investment. Mm-hmm. And, and the way I like to think about it is in terms of profitability. Profitability is the name of the business game, but I'll say even more, it's the name of the wealth game. Because since since there's prosperity in terms of stuff, you've got your career, your relationships, money, health, you can invest your time, your energy, your relationships, your capital, your intelligence, you can invest those in a way that you get more health, more wealth, or you can invest it in a way that it actually consumes it and you end up with less. Mm-hmm. And profitability for me is very simple. It's getting more out of an experience than you put into it. 
So when we talk about these, the balance of the three and, you know, in this example, I said, okay, so I'm doing, I'm providing a lot of value, you know, so I'm doing good. People like it, but I'm going broke doing it. So am I really adding value if people aren't willing to pay for it? Or is it because I haven't asked? And, and that would be where the value comes. If I made people pay to play, for example, you know, for some of these people that do, you know, these endless Instagram lives and they espouse all of this wisdom and then, but they, but they're broke. They're not living their word, you know? So how, how does this profitability part factor in? Cause if I'm, am I really doing good if I'm not making money? Yeah, I would say you're not doing nearly as good as you could. Okay. <laughs> and and so one way of thinking about it is if you look at these three realms, mm-hmm. you can see which one am I strongest in and which one am I weakest in. And typically, wherever you're weakest, that's a place that you can really up your game. If you're not having fun, learn how to have fun. <laughs> if it's it. not meaningful, learn how to learn how to do what you're doing in a way that's meaningful. If you're not making money, learn how to make money doing what you're doing. And and typically, it's, it spirals. Often, you only make so much in terms of prosperity. You might be making money, but not health. Mm-hmm. You might be making money, but destroying your relationships. You typically only go so far unless you have an, an equal or a similar amount of purpose and a similar amount of pleasure. They kind of balance themselves. And so you can use it as a, a metric or a diagnosis, prosperity, mm-hmm. pleasure, and purpose, which one are you richest in? Which one can you get the most bang for your buck in? And that's, that's often a good diagnosis on where to focus. You are listening to Mark Michael Lewis on Unlock Your Wealth Radio. This segment is sponsored in part by KeepMyID.org, the only service that actually prevents identity theft. All others are just monitoring services. Put your credit on lockdown with their special offer for Unlock Your Wealth Radio listeners. Visit UnlockYourWealthRadio.com forward slash KeepMyID to start protecting your financial future right now. So Mark, how can, let's explore the, the reservoirs. So then we can figure yeah. out how do we put this in action. Yeah, great. So so if we're saying that profitability means getting more out of an experience than you put in, the question is how do you measure that? How do you think about that? How do you conceptualize that? And so I I think of five reservoirs, which I which I say are time, energy, relationships, capital, and intelligence. Okay. Right? And and if you and if you take these time, energy, relationships, capital, and intelligence, it kind of spells T E R C I, which I pronounce Turkey. <laughs> right. And, and I tell my I tell my clients, hey, let's talk Turkey. Let's okay. really talk. Are you getting richer or are you getting poorer? Are you increasing your wealth or are you reducing it? Right. Because time, when you think about time, time's a master resource. Exactly. A lot of people. A lot of people are actually making money, but they don't have time. And that's tough. For, for example, I have, I have a 27-month-old grandson, and I structure my time so that I get to play with him for two to three-hour blocks three or four days a week. And that time is part of my wealth. How I use my time in terms of how I build my business, how I uh, keep my relationships alive, how I take care of my body and my infrastructure – how do I take care of things? That time frees up the capacity for me to invest in the kinds of things that I want. The more time you have, the more wealth you have. And you and you can create more time or less time by how you invest your time. Okay. So, second, second, 
go, go go ahead. That's what I was just going to ask you. What what's the the next resource right. so, that we so need to second, be paying attention? Second second reservoir I call energy, and this is your vitality, yeah. your your Good health. Right. How how present are you? How how much can you invest in what's going on? Because sometimes you're just exhausted, and even if you're having a great experience, you you actually don't enjoy it. Right. Right. Sometimes I'm with my grandson and it's like, I'm so tired. It's like, ah, oh, I'm not getting everything I can from the experience because I just don't have the energy. The more energy you have, the more you can build things that are great, the more you can enjoy it. So energy is the second reservoir. And that, that leads to the third reservoir, which I call relationships. Right? And relationships are your connections to other people. And there's, that's such a huge thing. We talk about other people's money, but mm-hmm. there's also others, other people's networks and other people's knowledge, and other people's vision and creativity. And the more you have your relationships, not only are they um, sources of pleasure, right? The better your relationships, the more fun it is. Everything's more fun when you're doing it with people that you like, right? And oh, agreed. We'll, just keep, we'll just leave that at that for now, right? And, but they're also resources in terms of what you can create. And so we've got time, We've got energy, we've got relationships, and then C is for capital. And capital is money, certainly, but it's also all of the things that you can use in order to create. Mm-hmm. I, I like to think of technology and, and knowledge. It's embodied or condensed human intelligence. Mm-hmm. If I've got, if I like, we're using this uh, online teleconferencing so that we can create something that was impossible before. There's a condensed human intelligence and it's a type of capital, right? But certainly money, capital, you get to invest it. You get to essentially call on other people's human intelligence, either the things they've already done or you can use their time and their energy. The more money you have, I like to say, money does not solve all of your problems, but it will solve most of the ones that annoy you most, right? Agreed. Right, money is an incredible thing. Capital, the fourth reservoir, and then the fifth reservoir, intelligence. Right? How do you think through things? How do you understand the problem so that you can bypass the ninety-nine solutions and go straight to the one that's going to make the biggest difference? This is vision. Right, power is not about being able to force things to happen. It's to be able to accomplish a hundred things in a single step. Right. Well, when I like that definition. That's good. That's. W- that's good. Excellent. When, when someone is really good at something, right, I might get in something and I'm trying to figure it out and it might take me hours and hours and hours to do something and it takes them literally five seconds because they know exactly what to do. That's power. And so the more intelligence you build, you can invest your intelligence and learn things or you can kind of expend your intelligence. And so these five reservoirs, you can either be building them or depleting them. And if, you, okay. and if you think about wealth, wealth is about an attitude of using all of your reservoirs as a gift. And this is the idea of abundance. Whatever reservoirs you have, if you use them intelligently, if you make them the source of your creativity, then you become more wealthy. And so there's this idea of abundance, which is whatever you have, how do you approach it? Do you experience your life as wealthy? And then there's just absolute wealth. How much time, how much energy, how, what are your relationships, what's your capital, what's your intelligence? And you can measure those, and that's how you create a game. Right? You actually measure, do you have more or less, and you're looking for profit. That's the game I like to play. 
Okay, so as we measure consistently what we're doing and we watch either our profitability increase or decrease, what are the action steps? Because I'm liking how you look at the power definition. An intellectual capacity is different from ability to apply said learned intelligence. I mean, I think of all of the <laughs> broke Mensa members I know <laughs> or the, yes, yeah. the unemployed Mensa members I know. And I think about some of the most successful game-changing entrepreneurs in our lifetimes never finished college. So how do we apply whatever the intelligence it is that we have systematically. So so it's this reservoir that you're talking about intelligence. Is it only about how smart you are or how you apply it? So so I'll distinguish between being clever and being intelligent. Okay. There's a lot of very clever people who can manipulate concepts with precision and depth, and but they they think themselves into corners. They think themselves right into hell. They think themselves into poverty. They destroy their relationships. They just they don't take care of. They don't enjoy their lives. And I don't consider that intelligent. They might be clever, but they're not intelligent. Intelligent is actually using your mind to effectively create the results that you want better and better and better. That's intelligence. I know a lot of people who aren't book smart and who are extraordinarily intelligent. They're the people that I go to when I want to, when I want a clue. You talk to people with a clue. People with a clue are intelligent. They might not be as clever as really in intellectual people. But mm-hmm. who cares? Who wants to hang out with a bunch of intellectuals if they're not smart? <laughs> I'm with you. You know, I think smart and intelligence can be two separate things. Yeah. Or I, 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 I say clever because smart is you're actually doing something useful with your intelligence. Intelligence, if you're, if you're intelligent, you make good choices. You make choices that are profitable. They give you more prosperity, pleasure, and purpose and enhance your time, energy, relationships, capital, and intelligence. That's in. That is an intelligent thing. That's different than clever. I'm so not impressed with clever, although it's fun to have get into arguments with them sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you can be, well, I don't know. It's interesting. I, I don't want to split hairs on this, but, but, but I'm thinking in different directions. So what would be the first step now that we know the, your 3-5 strategy? Mm-hmm. What, what is my first step after I evaluate? Then what do I do? Yeah. Yeah, well, so so I like to say create a game about whatever it is you want to do. Okay. There are an infinite number of things for you to work on in your life. There's an infinite number. You need to choose a few and then kick their butt. So look through your life, right? What 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 is it that you want to enhance? Is it your career and your finances? Is it, is it your relationships? Is it your health? Is it your amount of enjoyment? Is your sense of fulfillment? Whatever it is, whether it's prosperity or pleasure or purpose, make a choice about something that you want to get better at. And then look at how am I investing my time? How am I investing my energy? How am I leveraging my relationships? How am I leveraging my capital? How am I leveraging my intelligence? This is, uh, I like to say that people leave money on the table. It's one of the most painful things is when people are in a negotiation and there's something that they could have gotten if they had only asked, but they didn't think to ask. Oh, and that's a good one. 
Yeah, and, and people are leaving wealth on the table. They're leaving prosperity on the table, purpose on the table, pleasure on the table. And so by thinking in terms of the three realms and the five resource uh, reservoirs, it's a way of like checking, ah, let me see, am I leaving any wealth on the table there? Right. Okay, here's this thing I'm doing. How am I investing my time on that? Can I invest it more effectively? Should I be investing time in this at all? Right. How, what kind of energy am I bringing to this? Perhaps I need to work with this project during my prime time of the day, and I need to work on this other project when I have less energy during the day. So you can essentially audit the resource reservoirs around the one project that you're going to work on. And then go through that process. Just go through prosperity, pleasure, and purpose. Examine how are you doing. Go through each of the reservoirs. That takes, let's say, 15, 30 minutes on that project. And it will give you, ah, where am I leaving money on the table? Where am I leaving wealth on the table? And then do the things that make a difference. If you're low in pleasure, figure out how to have more pleasure. If you can't figure it out, get somebody else to help you. Mm -hmm. If folks want to explore their three realms and the five <laughs> reservoirs. Did I get it right? Was it three realms? Yeah. Oh, okay, good. If they want to explore their three realms, realms and five reservoirs, where can folks find you? Uh, simplest thing is theprofitabilitycoach.com. If you go to theprofitabilitycoach.com, you can get videos and you can find out how to contact me. If, you, if the conversation seems like it would be valuable to you, if it would be profitable for you, that's the place to look. Outstanding. Well, thank you so much for being a part of our show. And for those of you who are driving around without a pencil, never fear. UnlockYourWealthRadio.com is here where you can visit Mark's show page and click on the links to go to his website and so much more. For the maestro of moolah, Michael Terry, I'm Heather Wagonhalls. Now go out and unlock your wealth today. UnlockYourWealthRadio.com is produced by Heather Wagonhalls and the Unlock Your Wealth Foundation. UnlockYourWealthRadio.com and its affiliates are copyrighted 2017 with all rights reserved. For more information on the Keys to Riches Financial Wellness Series, please visit our website at www.unlockyourwealth.com. 